0: Hello and welcome to The Flex. It's Matt St. Jean and Joe Howie here. We're giving you a quick episode. It's the Friars defeated Butler 65-61. They're going to play Creighton. 6.30 Friday night, Big East Tournament, semifinal game. We already recorded this, Joe. We had some technical difficulties, so we're giving this a second go. But it was Al Durham. He was the guy that hit the shot at the end
1: against Butler to give the Friars a victory. What a game. Yeah, Matt, and you know, I think it's uh, it's safe to say now, for the first time in two years, we're coming at you live from Madison Square Garden. You won't listen to this live, but we're recording it live, so it still counts. Al Durham, the closer, he was the story of this game. It was, what a game, what a finish, and what a couple of shots by him. Yeah, Durham
0: was absolutely fantastic in this one. He hit the late three. In the corner, his first field goal of the game that the Friars needed. Hit that with under a minute to play. Put Providence ahead. The other standout late Justin Malaya. Two blocks in the final 61 seconds to get those stops that Providence needed in a game that they trailed for most of. They played tough, they played physically, and despite some questionable <laughs> officiating, we were able to pull out a victory, a hard-earned one in typical Providence fashion this
1: year. Yeah, Matt, you know, I I, I don't think I don't think you could talk about. About a Big East game without talking about, you know, tight lead changes, the underdog leading, some awful, awful officiating, and it went both ways, you know, we're not saying this biasly, it went absolutely both ways, there were some terrible no calls that, you know, were really fouls by Providence, some no calls that were fouls by Butler, and the poor officiating has been consistent, it's probably one of the most consistent things about the Big East conference, but I digress. Um this game embodied all of uh, you could ask for in a typical big east conference game and at the end it was the better team that came out and
0: won. The two teams played about evenly
1: for most of it. When it comes
0: to the officiating, like you said, there were 42 total fouls, so more than a foul a minute. Lots of whistles in this one, lots of stoppages, not a lot of rhythm, lots of zone defense because guys were getting in foul trouble. The Friars were able to put this together. They only led led for less than 15 minutes. Butler led for over 21 minutes. But the guy that kept Providence in it until the end and put them in position to win, Nate Watson. Season high, 26 points. He was a monster. A couple missed free throws, which was tough. But Other than that,
1: a ball that really didn't have an answer for him from, from start to finish. Yeah, Matt, I'll reference our, not our pre-game podcast, but our pre-Big East tournament podcast in which, you know, we said if we get Butler, you have to play inside out. You have to go through Watson and then make them collapse in on you, and that's exactly what we did. We saw this in the first two matchups against Butler, you know, the the pair of Bryce's uh, on Butler, they're two bigs, Bryce Golden, Bryce Enzi, uh, the four and the five respectively. They just can't handle Watson's size, his girth, and his seniority in the the paint. His dominance was on full display throughout the entirety of the game. And this is now the third game where Watson has put up double figures against them. He's in the neighborhood of 60-70 points in all three match over over the course of all three matchups.
0: Yeah, blows well, had Butler, no answer for him, too small. The other Fryer in double figures, Jared Bynum. He had 16 points, had a couple clutch shots at the end, a couple floaters. He hit really solid game from mine because the offense was not doing much. The Friars were struggling to hit shots. Both teams struggled to hit shots. For long stretches of this game And it was those two guys They kept Providence in this one But you mentioned Nate Watson You mentioned the lack of size for Butler Providence is not going to face a team With a lack of size in Creighton In the semifinals They got the defensive player of the year Ryan colick Seven foot center And the best paint defense In the Big East this a paint defense that they ran through with the Donkey Donut Center. There's a crane team that's been inconsistent. Can they have that kind of offensive
1: performance again in the semifinals? It's a be, to be completely honest, I don't know if we can have that type of offensive performance again. Um, you know, I think there were a lot of intangible factors that went into that game at the dunk mat. I think it was, you know, a lot of the joys of senior night. You had the Big East regular season title on the line. Um, would I like to see this team put up a, a 21 point route over Creighton in the Big East semifinal Friday? Absolutely. Will we do it? Probably not. It'll probably be a one-possession game. My heart rate will rise into the 130s, as it as it did again today. Um, but, you know, I, I think that the key, too, is this is a very inconsistent Creighton team. You know, this is a team that beat Villanova by double figures and then lost to Villanova by double figures. So, it, it's a Creighton team. They're missing their star point guard and Ryan Nembhard. Um, Kalkbrenner got Defensive Player of the Year. If you want to know my opinions on that, you can go back to couple of podcasts but you know it, it's it's a Creighton team that's a tough scout because you don't really know what they're going to bring to the table night in and night out I think there is something worth noting Matt, and we talked about this in our first recording is that if it weren't for Ed Cooley Greg McDermott would likely be the Big East coach of the year for what he's done with this young Creighton squad and you know from where they were projected to where they finished this year
0: yeah. Greg McDermott's done a fantastic job with this squad. No Ryan
1: Nemart here, the end of the season. Finding a way to beat
0: Marquette in the semi in the quarterfinals anyway. That's huge. They got a lot of good freshmen. Arthur Kaluma, Trey Alexander. Ryan will have their hands full with them. Ryan Hawkins probably the best player on this team right now. He's playing fantastically. He's probably going to draw Justin what We talked about it in the, the regular season meeting, and that's going to be the matchup to watch again here in my eyes, at least when the Creighton has the ball. The Friars and Blue Jays only played once in the regular season. First game canceled due to COVID. Could not be rescheduled. There's been a lot of chirps at Providence about that. This is one way to make up that game, getting it here at MSG. It's probably the best way to make up any game, to get it on a neutral floor under these bright lights and a screaming crowd it's going to be an entertaining one but you mentioned Big East Coach of the Year Ed Cooley he got that award this week, well earned well deserved, as expected he had a great award acceptance speech, we urge you to go watch that great guy, give a shout out to the rest of the coaches in the Big East including Greg McDermott, one of the classiest guys out there this year two close friends too about close, I want to go back a little bit to the press conference after the game today because we talk about the, the player of the year, the defensive player of the year being Ryan Kalkbrenner and we thought Justin and I got snubbed on that and that came up in the press conference. And Al Durham goes, I'll take this question. Justin Minaya is the best defensive player of the Big East, and he should be on national watch
1: list. I love the way these teammates have each other's backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, Matt. You know, um, a couple of things. You, you, just going back to one of your points you made about, you know, this being the rematch of, of Providence-Creighton because we didn't get that initial matchup in Omaha. It, it certainly isn't Omaha-Nebraska, and it is certainly not Dollar Beer Night at Madison. Square Garden. I, I think it's in the neighborhood of $16 beer night at Madison Square Garden. But I digress. We're getting a matchup between them that Creighton fans have been begging for. So here you go. You got it tomorrow night. And, and then to the point about Justin Minaya, um, you know, you, you could tell today he was extremely chippy on the defensive end of the floor, and we saw it in those two late, late game blocks. Huge, huge game-winning plays, and that's that's the story of Providence this year.
0: They're going to play even for 38 minutes, and they're going to make every winning play they need to make in the final two. Now, we saw it again. And like we said, we said if Providence plays an average game, they'll be able to beat Butler, but it'll be close. I think that's exactly what we saw in the noon slot on Thursday. The Flyers are going to need better than that to beat a very good Creighton team, a tournament-bound Creighton team. These are two teams that should feel pretty good about their seating and their place in the NCAA tournament at this point. We should get some loose basketball Friday night, some fun basketball. Great likes to push it. These are two teams that like to play in the paint. Although the Friars, they knocked down some threes against Creighton at the Dunkin' Donuts Center when they lifted that trophy, couldn't really hit them tonight. It was a rough night from deep. Friars just six to twenty-five. Reeves knocked in his first one, didn't hit another one. Horkler was the only guy to hit two. Think you want to see a little bit more shooting presence from those guys?
1: Yeah, I think three-point shooting, <clears throat> excuse me, is definitely the area to be on the, the lookout for tomorrow, Matt. I think another thing that was, you know, inhibiting our ability to hit threes tonight is AJ Reeves. Found himself in bowel trouble. Whoa! We saw him, he he hit that early three early in the game, was in and out due to foul trouble, and could really never get hot or get going. Um, You know, obviously, he's been one of the hottest shooters on the team in the conference the past couple of weeks. You'd like to see him get back into rhythm tomorrow. You'd like to see him get a couple of good looks early, you know, get that momentum, get that confidence up. You know, keep in mind, you know, the last time we played Creighton at home, Reeves put up seven threes. Last time we played them at home before that in the the 2019-2020 season, Reeves shot the lights out that night, too, with 22 points. So, you know, Reeves has played historically well against Creighton. I would like to see him continue that tomorrow night. Reeves likes the big lights, as we
0: all know. We get a good, get, we get a big game for him Friday night. That'd be huge. If the Friars are going to win this one. By the way, you're hearing in the background right now. This is warm-ups St. John's and Villanova. That is the seven o'clock tip. On Thursday night, 9.30, Seton Hall in UConn. we got some good games. The winners of those two are going to play after Providence and Creighton on Friday. This has been one hell of a Big East tournament. We're, we're what, halfway done right now? I think we're exactly halfway done. Yeah. it has been four games played. We have two more tonight. Five games five, played. Five games played, five more to play. Yeah halfway through this halfway through the Big East tournament right now and if if the second half is like the first half I think we're in for a legendary tournament the return of fans here ticket prices are expensive like you said $16 beers everybody wants to be in this building right now but for that $16 you can take your whole family to the ACC tournament
1: ah you took took my joke I was going to say everyone wants to be in this building because no one wants to be in the Barclays Center for the ACC tournament you don't want Duke fans crying if Coach K loses again
0: no this is There's two tournaments in New York right now, and the better one is in Manhattan, not the, not the one in Brooklyn. It's going to be Providence, Creighton. Two top four teams in the Big East battling it out Friday night for a spot in the Big East Championship. You can't ask for a lot more than that. Any last thoughts here,
1: Joe? Um, I'll say I'm going to enjoy the, these next two games a hell of a lot more knowing that we are a guaranteed return for tomorrow night at 6.30. There's nothing better than quarterfinal Thursday at the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. And I just got to say, Matt, this is something we said in our initial recording that went poopy. um, you (laughs) You know, I just think, you know, it's magical, it's historic, it's lucky that in the 40th year that this tournament is being played at Madison Square Garden, for the first time ever, the Providence Friars entered the tournament as the one seed, having clinched the Big East regular season title. Also led by the head coach, Ed Cooley, the first Providence head coach to envision coach of the year. The fact that those two accolades coincide in the 40th anniversary of Madison Square Garden, you know, magical things happen here.
0: 40 a big number. Friars, 40 minutes of basketball away from a potential Big East championship appearance. The Friars got a shot to to lift two trophies this year in Big East play. That dream is still alive. 6.30, Friday night, Fox Sports 1. You don't want to miss it. This is going to be a good one. Joe and I will be here at Madison Square Garden for it. We'll give you coverage after that. So stick around for it. Make sure you're following us. Follow Big East Coach Bias, where we're writing. Follow our personal accounts. Subscribe where you're listening to this. And go, go give us a little kiss in the ratings. Leave us a little five-star reviews. A
1: little Bill Raftery kiss.
0: <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. We love hearing from you guys. Unless your Butler fans are looking to complain after that game. Otherwise, go back to go back to Indianapolis. But, yeah, Friday night. This is going to be the spot to be in the basketball world. He's Joe Howie. I'm Matt St. Jean. This has been the Flex 2 Podcast. Thank you for listening. Go Friars.